You already know what it is. It's your girl B, and we're back with another episode of Spark Up Podcast. Hey. Episode 84, right? Yeah. And it's my birthday. Hey. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. Bad bitch contest. You in first place. Hey. You in first place. Wow. You in first place. Mama. Bad bitch. We're done. Cut, cut, cut. You guys are lit. Why are y'all so lit? I am getting hot. I'm not going to lie. I can't even tell. Christina is in here drunk. Oh, come on. Stop spreading those rumors around. We got Penny Proud. Stop spreading the lies. And then she says, come on, guys. Let's stop spreading those rumors. And they went right back like, girl. Let me tell you. Listen, this is B's birthday special yes. episode okay. this is b is 21 today we've been yes. asking b if she's 21 since she was 19 <laughs> b has been with us the years we've done this podcast as our manager she's been behind the scenes but yes. she has always been just a powerful force in this podcast i mean there's so many things we couldn't have done without her she's been here with us through thick and thin all of our ruthless Sex. behavior really bands is ruthless behavior but all of our ruthless behavior wow, thank you for throwing me on the bus but b we love you we love you and even when rob was here back when rob was here Bija was here back when Rob was here, and she has been a true, true, true number one supporter of this podcast yeah. for sure. So now she's on yes. the mic. Let's let's tell the story. I really want to tell the story. Tell it, please. You love context. So, <laughs> so once upon a time, I used not to go- long ago, <laughs> I lied a lot. I was I used to go. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I'm going home. You know what? <laughs> I'm going to head out. <laughs> yes, friend Rob. So, a long time ago when I used to go to Rick, B was also there. I think it was your freshman year, right? Mm-hmm. It was her freshman year, and somehow, some way, she found out about our podcast, and she's been listening ever since she found out about it. I think it's because I was putting flyers on campus. I'm not sure. I was, uh, whatever. So, she, I was up going up the stairs or down the stairs to class. And she stopped me and she's like, hey, I know you. And I was like, girl, no, you don't. In my head. But in real life, I was nice. And she was like, you're part of the Spark Up PVD podcast. And I was like, yes, I am. And so that she, was your first like celeb moment. Yeah, like, it was. Wow. It okay. really was. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <What? laughs> and um, she came to our first year anniversary and Bans was like, we got to make her part of the team. And I was like, okay. And of course, he slid in her DMs without even thinking about it. And B agreed. And here we are today. And now she's our manager. She keeps us on point. She sure does. She's been on all of our live shows. Even though sometimes we be acting up. I mean, she was a huge part of why we even had our live shows at Rick. Yes, that's that's true. So it's been quite a journey. And now she's 21. And we are in (laughs) here. sick. Acting up. Acting <laughs> up on her birthday. We yeah. got her poured up. <laughs> and we're going to jump into this episode. I'm more mad at like, for B to be on the mic. It's, like, been such a long time coming. Like, we've been doing this for so long, and B has not gotten on the mic. She's not always once. behind the scenes. She never, never. even is, She's like, hey. some episodes in the background. Can I get on the mic? And we'd be like, B, you want to get on this mic? And she'd just be like, no. Uh, <laughs> nope. I'm all saved. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to do all that. Let's say it. Well, today's different. You know, the vibe is different. Time, Not the, the hands. Is She's different. using these grown woman hands. Not only, not only that, but it's your birthday. That's right. Like, what are we talking about? If it's not your birthday, what is it? 
It's her birthday. It, it's, it's, it's your, your birthday. birthday. That's it. <laughs> Happy birthday, B. Thank you. Thank you. So tell the people what you did today. Even um, if it wasn't much, let them know. I mean, I didn't do much. Like, I had the whole entire day off, literally, until I had to come here. But, Dang, um, I wish I knew. I would have took you out for lunch. I mean, I went to Olive Garden with, with my my mom and my oh. brother and my niece. So, you know, oh, you said my, garden. my, and I was yeah. like, my, 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 my. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, um, I went hard on that unlimited soup. You know, oh, that's right. <laughs> yep. Don't they have unlimited soup and salad? Soup and salad, chalet, and breadsticks. Don't the don't salads do be delicious, though. Yes. Mm. And you know what I'd be doing? <laughs> you know what I'd be doing? I'd be filling up my stuff, like my stomach, on like the little so unlimited you don't get stuff. Nothing crazy when you're ready to I order. Mean, then I have another meal for later. Like you know? that's so true. You order your meal, save it for later. Eat the salad and the bread and the soup. soup. And then or you, you have a meal leave. for later. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking notes. <laughs> also I factual. Can. Okay. You know, you know, they also do that to get you out the door faster. It's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so you can. But get also, full. like they yeah. want, they should want their tables to spend more money, right? So that they can make more off true. of the tips. Yeah, so but why you're would gonna you not spend because you're already there and you can't just leave? Yes, you can. No, you can't. Why not? Get the free <laughs> stuff and dip. Like, why not? What are they going to say? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> There's no minimum you have to spend at Olive Garden. Hey, they don't disclose that. Don't so. tell me that. <laughs> hey, we should experiment. Try it once. Chill, chill, chill. I got a rep. Yeah, salad, soup, bread, that's a it. glass of water. <clears throat> yeah. It'll be three ninety five. They'd be all mad in the back. Two ninety five. And you leave a 75 cent tip. <laughs> you hey, out the 10%. <laughs> out the door. That is crazy. Anyway, how does it feel to be twenty one? B. I just feel like it's like you know another just day. day. Yeah, for now. Day. Yeah. Wait till that summer comes around. <laughs> <laughs> that bounce. <laughs> I'm weak. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Yo, I have a queue of photos and videos of you that I couldn't put up today, but I'm gonna put up fresh oh tomorrow. Day true. At day true. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and B is insane. She is winding her waist up. Waistline's what? too milky in the video. <laughs> and Kareem is in the back completely oblivious to what's going on. Uh, like, for you. <laughs> and I, doing his little dance. He that's doing his little jig. Where he goes. His little jig. Shout out to Kareem. The Yo, the jig is up. Hey, true. Shout out to you. And ain't it? He- hello and hello. And goodbye. <laughs> so oh, we're gonna jump into the culture shock b we're happy to have you thank and we're gonna you, dive you. into all the things that are going on it's you guys an have, all spark of podcast literally all this was meant to be this was wow because look at how it fell on b's birthday also literally oh. the podcast we don't have a guest oh. i'm about to cry always crying that's what your problem is right there <laughs> it's so beautiful i'm done all right so Oof. can't wait to get bisha drunk and it's oh <laughs> well we have so Friday night wow Clear it is schedule. now time for your favorite segment of the hour mm. I know you guys miss me remember if you want to keep your ear close to the street you come to meet your girl Regina now you can hear me on Spark Up podcast but you can also hear me on WBRU Ooh. and you can keep your news Ooh. by your ears okay mm. oh. tell them okay plug <laughs> so our first story on the table is the halftime show for the Super Bowl 
is gonna be my good sis J-Lo and my other good sis Shakira, which I'm actually really excited about. I feel like together, like as individuals, they're already powerhouse women in their own careers and in their own yes. music. So I feel like together, that show is gonna be so good. And what I love about the two artists is that they're artists that you know their music. Mm-hmm. You can sing along, like it's catchy. They've been around for years. Yeah, and it's entertaining. Like JLo did her whole residency in Las Vegas. She was like the youngest one to do a residency in Las Vegas. Because you know, like the people who do. For a year. No, no, she wasn't the youngest. Maybe Britney was the youngest. Britney I think did she a was the first Latina to do it. Oh, I, know. Mm-hmm. I just think they're both natural entertainers, and yeah. they're gonna go out and. And I'm very happy that it's two women and women of color coming onto this NFL stage and bringing a different flair. Like, obviously, we've had Beyonce up there. We've had, you know, Beyonce and Destiny Child. We've had other powerhouse women on that stage, not to take anything away from them. But I think it's going to be a great show. J-Lo's having an amazing year. Yes. And we haven't seen Shakira in a little bit. So I'm, like, excited. I know. I think she got, like, two kids now. So this is the first time. And she still looks amazing. Them hips are still not lying, girl. I know people be hating on Jennifer Lopez. I don't understand why. I don't understand why. She's undeniable. She has so many hits. We can go down the list. And then Shakira's been in the game since like 98, 99. 96. 96. But the true story of this is that even though we are very happy, a lot of people are not feeling it because you know Jay-Z has come forth and is now the NFL's entertainment manager. I mean, there's an official title for him, of course, but... All in all, it's the entertainment manager for the NFL. And people are saying, you came over here to be the entertainment manager and you're not giving opportunity to our people. But see, that's where people got effed up right there. Because Shakira and J-Lo are still women of color. It doesn't matter. And also the fact that they're women is a whole nother arena. So it's like, also, why are you guys coming at Jay-Z's neck? He's only here to do what he can do. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's making decisions, but he's not making all the damn decisions. He don't own the NFL. But people are mad that it wasn't like a black person. But black people have also been, uh, what's it called, boycotting the Super Bowl. So what's yeah. the problem? So and then when Travis on, Scott was up there, was it Travis Scott? When yeah. Travis Scott was up there, y'all was like, that was trash. And then I mean, y'all are I never mean, satisfied. Hold, hold on, but it was trash, to be I honest. I mean, well. I mean, but he doesn't busted. have a long, like, I mean, he has, he's been in the game for a long time, but he doesn't have a long list of hits that he could perform that are popular enough for everybody to enjoy. So that was a mistake right there. He but I think Jennifer Lopez... in the midst of, like, all the madness. Really, yeah, yeah, so it kind of sucked for him. I honestly think Jennifer Lopez could have done it by herself. So the fact that we're also getting Shakira, it's a plus. I think so. And I think people should leave Jay-Z alone about it. We have other things to attack Jay-Z for, and I don't think this needs to be one of them. Let J- J-Lo and Shakira shine. And- <laughs> Him cheating on Beyonce, is that what you're going to do? I'm sick. Him cheating on Beyonce has been a while. I know she forgave him, had more of his babies, and that's fine. And, like, you know, whatever. <laughs> but I am sick. They went to counseling. I didn't. So, like, I don't... You're still healing. I'm still trying to get through. <laughs> there are scars. <laughs> but, you know, leave that man alone. He is just... I don't know what he's doing, but... Just be happy for Shakira and J-Lo, please. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least we're not seeing Justin Timberlake again for the 40th time. I liked it. I thought it was yeah, trash. Yeah, it's overkill with uh, Justin Timberlake at this point. It's overkill. And he got a Vanguard Award before Missy Elliott. Like, come on. Speaking of Beyonce, because I did bring her up about the Super Bowl, she is the next person on the docket because she is actually suing owner Veronica Morales because Veronica Morales has an event management company called Blue Ivy. 
So she and Beyonce have been going back and forth about the name Blue Ivy and who's going to trademark it and who's not and who's getting sued and who's not. They've been going back and forth again for years. Blue Ivy is seven now. So you can imagine that this has been going on for a while. But this Blue Ivy event management group has been around longer than Blue Ivy has been alive. So that's why they feel like they have a right to the name. Beyonce has tried to barter with them and say, listen, I just want to trademark Blue Ivy Carter and the company is not having it. They're still saying they want the name Blue Ivy. They had it first. It's not therefore you named your child that. And people are saying that, you know, obviously Beyonce is taking advantage of her influence. Mm -hmm. And she's saying about the her own daughter, like, first of all, my daughter is a cultural icon. This is what she said about Blue Ivy, which she's right, because Blue Ivy is a cultural icon. But you cannot, not you cannot, but I think it's, and obviously, you know, the news will spin it to make it look, make it look like Beyonce's a monster and trying to push this small company out of their name. But you cannot blame celebrities. They, you know, they name their children. People try to make money off of their own names. So of course people are going to try to make money off of their kids' names. But they have to come to some kind of compromise because you also can't bully a business out of its name that it's been using for almost 10 years. You know, like, I don't understand it. Even on Blue Ivy's birthday, that company did, like, an, a sale for all of their, like, products and things that they offer because it was, like, Blue Ivy's birthday and it was, like, a cute thing. But it's, like, they're not making money off of your child when you think about it. They're just taking advantage of the fact, like, oh, it's Blue Ivy's birthday and we're Blue Ivy. You know, like, it's just a cute play on words. But this is a seriously good battle, people. Somebody's going to get this name. I don't, I don't think Beyonce... I mean, she might get it just because money and power. But at the same time, like, if they had it first, it's like, let them have it. You know, don't sue them. But or buy it off them. Mm, money talks. Selling, though. Money talks. I will change it. For, give me a few million. I will change the name. But that million. might not be important to them. They, they no, but I'm saying, I'm saying if I, I mean, was them. If you know it wasn't I mean? about the money, though, she wouldn't be suing them. Like, she wants money for it. If she's suing them. I don't think she wants money for it. I think it's that Beyonce tried to trademark the name. And with that, she would have to change the name of her business. It's not even about money. It's about the principle. Got it. It's like, I'm not suing you for money. I'm suing as a rebuttal because you're trying to take my business name. If somebody comes to this door right now and says, we are Spark Up. <laughs> I've named my son Spark Up. So I'm buying that. And you guys like, have well, to switch it up. Everything. It's, it's just a little aggressive. It is aggressive. Like, and we don't know what Beyonce is feeling. Maybe she did come to this woman in a more calm and casual way and say, hey, I want to trademark Blue Ivy Carter. You can keep Blue Ivy itself. I'm just going to add Carter to it. You know, this is my child. But there was a pushback still. Wait, so even the, like the last name, adding the last name is a yes. problem. Yes. Because mm-hmm. Beyonce wanted to trademark Blue Ivy Carter. Mm-hmm. And even still, they continued with the with the legal battle because they were like, no, we want the Blue Ivy name. Somebody has to trademark it and it can't be That's multiple people. That's crazy because isn't a business LLC'd? So wouldn't it be different from a trademark? That's crazy. The I business is already llc but it, the name is not trademarked. They probably didn't feel like they needed to trademark Blue Ivy. So she should just make them pay for the name. Make who pay? And the whatever people. Who the should make who pay? Victoria Morales. Beyonce should just make them pay for the name. Why? If they had like the name royalty. first. Yeah, they had the name first. If um, anything, Beyonce, should, Beyonce should be paying them. Why should Beyonce get to make exactly. the decision? It's true. No, no. And I am in agreement. I love Beyonce and <laughs> you all guys that. Are not in agreement. I love Beyonce, but you cannot do that. We 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 don't want anybody using their power to get their way. But people do it all the time. That's but life. no, no, and we complain about it every day. People use power every day, B. <laughs> no, I'm not for it. I mean, Beyonce, if you're listening. And you're probably not, but she's not. You know, it is what it is. Pay that woman some money. 
Money Beyonce, talks. Beyonce doesn't. She's a billionaire. But it's the principle. You've had this business damn, for ten years. If it were a normal person that named their child Blue Ivy, nobody would be suing anybody. She probably wouldn't even know, though. Yeah, like, no one would care, but because we know who Blue Ivy is, we know it who is Who came Beyonce's to the table daughter. for the name, though? Beyonce did. Beyonce came to the table. Okay, so, The company therefore, was already had its name. She came to trademark it, which means they have to change their name. She okay. should have thought about so that before she named Blue Ivy Blue Ivy. Because a Blue Ivy is a thing. So, obviously, it's out there in the world already. It's not something right. you made up. It's not unique. It's unique for a name, but it's not a unique thing of the world. Like, it's out there. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. Mm. I don't know. I think that they're paying a lot of money just to be in court over it, to be honest. Somebody got to... Settle that case, Somebody got to settle, because this is getting out of here. Give her $10 yeah. million. That's Trump change for you. Give her $10 million. All right. Let's go on to our next story, child. I can move. So, there was a family tragedy at a Bronx subway station Monday morning. Police say a 45-year-old man holding his young daughter jumped into the tracks as a train pulled into the station. The man is dead, and the little girl was injured, but she's still alive. She only has a few abrasions on her body. Thankfully, and by the grace of God, she was small enough to go into the hollow part of the train tracks and like lay flat, but the father obviously died immediately. And some onlookers who saw the father jump in front of the train went right after him. Like the train was still moving and another guy had jumped down to try to save the little girl. Obviously, the train was slowing down because, you know, you can only stop a train Mm -hmm. so quickly. It's going at a certain speed and you see somebody jump from the train and the train obviously came to a halt, a slow halt. And the little girl was able to crawl her way out from under the train. And it was, oh, I got to find the guy's name. Thank God. Because he jumped down onto the track and under the train to call to the little girl so she knew where she was going. Wow. Because I can imagine it was dark, scary, and you're alone under there. You have no idea what's going on. You don't know. You're probably in shock, so you don't know if you're hurt. And the adrenaline is really what's keeping you alive at that point. That's so sad. So here it says... Somehow the little girl made it out alive. I'm also reading from newyork.cbslocal.com if you guys want to read the story further. Um, Cell phone video shows that the little girl was emerging from under the train, scraped and bruised, but alive. The man who helped pull that little girl from under the train is... Is it Jairo? It's spelled J-A-I-R-O. Last name Torres, who says... I never think about anything. I just care about saving the life of the baby, like of a baby. And the little girl emerged from under the train asking where her father was because everything happened so fast. And obviously her dad didn't come out behind her and he never came out because he ended up dying. So I just think it's it's so like when I saw this story, because it was everywhere. I think it's just wild. It's all I could think of is the word. This is wild. (laughs) Intense. Like it's really intense. And... To think that this man would choose his child's fate and jump in front of this train. He's just thinking about himself. Like, if you're trying to kill yourself, mm-hmm. you leave that little girl on the For side real. and you go and kill yourself and somebody will bring that little girl where she need to go. But the fact that that little girl's life could have been taken because you decided her fate. Like, you're holding her. You're her father. She trusts you as a parent. You jump in front of this moving train, kill yourself. And sh- let me tell you something. God was not done with that little girl yet. And that's why she was protected and covered yes, by the Holy yes. Spirit. Amen. That is real because what are the chances that you're going to jump in front of a moving train and live to tell the tale? That little girl's five. 
she like she she's gonna remember that. She's no, not a like fact. a baby or two. She's five. Like you remember she, stuff from I mean, being just five. Just think about how smart Emma is. That's all, all I thought about knows. when I thought about it. That's I'm why like, I'm so sick. God forbid, like uh, knowing Emma and how smart she is and how much she picks up and she's speaking full sentences. Like you know what's going on. You know that your dad jumped in front of that train with you in his arms. Can you imagine growing up and thinking about that and telling people, like, knowing that you don't have your dad and people are like, oh, your dad passed away when you were young because he literally took his own life and tried to take your life. Like, that's a hard thing to live with. I know. It's so sick. Like, just thinking about it makes me sick to my stomach. I feel like throwing up. But I really would like to know the motive. Like, why do you feel, first of all, to take away your own life is already crazy. But to take your own and your daughter's in that way, like in the public eye, so like that would have been so like disgusting and graphic blood. Ugh. Ugh. Like I'm not saying to kill yourself, period. But why in the public? There's I don't want to say this because it's so terrible. But there's other ways to do it. You know what I mean? Like why did you feel the need to do it there in public? And with your child, just off yourself. Why? What does your kid have to do with whatever? I, I was at the station this morning. Your franchise was saying that when the story unfolded more, they found out that he got into a really heated argument with the mother prior to that. So he's just like, I don't know. And I, that's alleged, obviously, but. That's basically like you're being, that's the way you're going to be petty to kill yourself and the child. There's never, I don't think there's anything in the world that could be so bad between you and the other parent of a child that you have to kill yourself or kill the child there it could be worked out it doesn't have to it doesn't have to be that extreme but god bless the community because that's the thing you have to love is that people always come together not just for kids but for each and other thank god. we're all moving around and doing our own thing but when stuff starts hitting the fan people come together and make it happen i remember a girl this literally happened two weeks ago a girl got into a car accident right in front of my car mm. on manton avenue went right into the pole whole car flipped over it was crazy oh, wow. everybody was pulling over i was just coming from stop and shop and i was like two cars behind her i don't know what was going on but she just went she was zooming on man first of all hit a pole car flipped over everybody pulled over one guy literally risked his own life because he was using his bare fist to punch into the windshield to like get her out of the car because they were afraid the car was gonna blow up and it was like the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life and just to see community like people coming together like we're not finna let nobody die right, right. here like this <laughs> not in front of me nah B like if I have to cut my own arm up and go get stitches later I'm gonna do that to get this girl out of this car and he got her out because what stitches to a life I mean honestly and her whole arm was like hanging off open I'm not gonna go into it, but that's another thing of community coming together. This little girl was is five years old. She only came out with just a couple cuts. She lived to have been thrown in front of a train to, and tell the story. That's a story. Let me tell you something. When they're like, tell us a fun fact, get them be like, all right. I don't know if it's a fun fact. How much time y'all got? <laughs> Let me tell you a story real That's quick. That's scary. God bless that little girl. All right, our next story. We got to talk about Takashi Six Nine because what in the hell is going on? <laughs> so I go. did a whole thing about Takashi Six Nine on WBRU, and I have to do it again with you guys because obviously I got their opinions. They're like, that nigga snitch, and I'm like, all right, well, come on now, come on now, come on. <laughs> so obviously, you know, Takashi Six Nine is he's he's going downtown. <laughs> Because <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, woo. 
He this is not allegedly. He actually and hundred <laughs> percent did snitch on his own his own gang. Let me let me land now. Let me land. He snitched on his own gang members. I'm gonna do the long story short of this because you guys can find the long story somewhere else. This frosting is everything. Girl, the cake is everything. The frosting is everything. The cheddar fries is everything. The wine is everything. I am on cloud at eleven. <laughs> so yes, Takashi six nine. This is not allegedly. He, I, I don't want to use the word snitch, but he told his side of a certain story. He informed. Mm-hmm. Quite. Told his side of the story of his gang affiliates, and he went into saying that he felt like he was being extorted by them. Because before he got his claim to fame, he was a part of this specific uh, group of the Bloods, if I'm getting this right. So they have like different groups. It's like you have the Bloods, but everybody has like their specific kind of gang and sector, I would call them. And he felt like, you know, these are his people. They were the ones really putting up money, putting up visibility for him to be Takashi 6ix9ine. And apparently the 6ix9ine means something to their group. Mm. And that's why he got it tattooed on his face. And he has it all, like, along his arm and everything. Like, little tiny 6 9 all over his He was trying really hard to be about that life. He was trying to be about that life. So I guess some of his comrades had gone down for some illegal activity. And when they got him into the court, he's saying, like, a canary child. Because he was going down with him. And. Well, he still is. Well, yeah, no, he still 100% is. And allegedly, they were talking about getting him into the witness protection program. But here's the thing. When I talked about the story on WBRU, I was talking more about the Witness Protection Program. But what I want to talk about here is the fact that everybody's kind of calling him out for being a snitch. What do we think about that? Do you think Takashi 69 is a snitch or do you think he was kind of saving himself and having his own back? Well, from what I know a little bit about like the ju- judicial branch and because I'm taking a political science class. Right I want political science. <laughs> um, so what I know is that like, you know, judges don't want to go through the time of like sitting down and dealing with your case like specifically and like working out a sentence so an easy way to get out of like being in court all the time because that's money right time is money so like a way to get them out of that faster is through plea bargains and like if you admit to some truth like that shortens your sentence right and also if you're snitching you're helping them with with uh, other, other cases, people, other right? cases yeah. yeah so it, it it just kind of helps the system go a little faster, faster yeah and like mm-hmm. it's more cost efficient so that's how i see it I'm like, yeah maybe he is snitching but like Shoot. he's saving money at the same time <laughs> he's saying but not only that the remember when he was robbed and supposedly they tried to kill him and they kidnapped him and all that stuff those were those people and there's a video of him a long time ago i remember of him saying um, he canceled all his tours and all uh, all the shows that he had coming up after he was kidnapped and they released him or whatever. And he was saying that he fired everybody on that team because he couldn't trust them anymore. They were stealing money from him. They were stealing money from promoters. So I feel like he thought, let me go with these people because they're about to put me on. Mm-hmm. They're about that life. And he wanted to be a part of that life, even if it wasn't really something that he is. And he was promised success, and we did see him succeed. He had the number one record. He had a two or three number one Ew. records, and the number one album in the country. And he was he was doing amazing things music, he got ahead of music wise. For sure. He got ahead of himself, and so I feel like 
If people were trying to kill me and people tried to rob me and I have the opportunity to put them away, I would do the same thing. So, I mean, you have to look at it like he's looking out for himself in his pockets, in his people. Now, for him to not take the witness protection, I'm a little iffy on that because it's like he's, he's these are fine. people. We don't know the power. I mean, I think Treyway and all those people are fake. But I feel like the other people that are really about that life are going to feel some type of way. And so I'm not wishing death on him because I really do think that somewhere deep inside he has a good side. And I feel like we were going to watch him transform into a real artist. And I do believe that he makes good music. But I mean, technically, I mean, and let me tell you something. Social media is not letting him live. Snoop Dogg is not having it. Mm -mm. You know, the old heads are like, nah, we don't do that. And you know what? I understand where they're coming from because you can't be about a certain lifestyle and then turn around and be like, oh, no, I'm not with it. But like, that's not a game that you want to be flip-flopping true, with. True. But the you fact let them that... take you to stardom, but you wasn't trying to ride with them all the way to the end and hold, get locked up for it. Yeah, on. but that's... they try to but... rob him and kill him, allegedly. Hold on. Hold, hold on one second. Because he didn't approach the gang. The gang approached him right. because he was gaining clout. So was technically... Who played themselves was the gang. Mm. You know what I mean? For allowing uh, nobody to infiltrate their their network. Not only that. It's not infiltrating if Yeah, because you're letting them in. You're letting them in. You're you're bringing them in. He didn't have to do no initiation. None of that that stuff. He just got in scotch-free, technically. You know what I mean? Just because he was having a music career. They went up to him. I feel like... So at the end of the day... Who's responsible for all this to happen was whoever brought him to Treyway. You know what I mean? Like people, people got gotta understand. There's layers to everything. Him just snitching is just the surface. Well, they probably never because they're they all snitching. Caught. They're all snitching. They're all getting lifetime sentences. They're all snitching. How you think Shadi already got a, a deal? Fifteen years, and you're and you're one of the people that they were looking for. Come on, let's let's put two and two together. They're all snitching on each other. Of course, they're gonna. It's easier to say Takashi's snitched. Why? Because nobody else wants to take that rap. And before everybody out there talks about snitching, everybody knows a snitch right in their circle. So Yikes. keep the same energy. You're probably it. <laughs> what's up, what's keep the same energy, being? seriously. Because we all know somebody in the hood, in our own hoods, that snitched on somebody. And that's why I'm not mad at him for snitching because. We know too many snitches, and I know too many snitches I'm out here. I'm not mad at him at no, all. Actually, anybody would, and anybody would, anybody would cooperate. Like you have a no, life, not anybody, and technically, not anybody, but you have a life to live. And technically, I love Young. Snoop Dogg, but technically, Snoop Dogg snitched too. Just the only difference is that in that case, the guy that that he snitched on was dead. Mm. Fun fact. Go research it. So he couldn't come after you. I mean, you look know? at some um, people could. Not to talk about Snoop because we're not talking about Snoop, but look at all the people around Snoop. They're dead or in jail. He's the only one that's out. So something, he's protected in some way. Whether he has connections with the police or connections with the Crips or whatever it is, Snoop is being protected. People pick and choose who they want to uplift and, you know, bring down. Takashi was always hated from the jump. You know, yeah, he, he was always yeah, he snitched on his whole whole crew, but also, you, you, you can't tell a guy like crew, that is not going to snitch. And then you snitch. threw other people's name in the mix. See, now that's the other part of it. 
we we gotta Jim Jones in the mix. You threw Cardi B in the mix, and it's like these people don't got well. Technically, Car- Cardi B, Cardi B was yeah. was not thrown in the mix. The the people asking him the question threw them in the mix. But now oh, see, Jim, he, he did bring he did bring up the whole the whole thing about Cardi B Casanova. They asked him about them. Now Jim Jones had a call. It's it's all on tape. Whatever you said was on tape. Yeah, you, I think you can. So technically, he's not snitching because there's solid proof out there. Snitching is when when you you are part of the mix and you're like, yo, this person did this. I know because I was there. Yeah, he's not snitching. He's more so. That phone call story. was already tapped. His driver turned out to be an informant. Oh wow. That's how they know about who was in the car. So technically, how much is he snitching? The public stop stop assuming. Read the contents of the case properly. Yeah, because a lot of people are just oh he snitch he's a rat he's a snitch yes he did rat but also they knew a l- look lot of at stuff a, the other transcripts who else is snitching you'll find out a lot of a lot of rats and it's not just one remember when when there's one rat there's multiple that's true. They be giving, it, they be especially for the the guys that say they're in the streets you should know that a rat carried where, where there's a rat there's a rat nest because oh, everybody's snitching nobody wants to do that time 47 years for something that you didn't touch or do just because you're in affiliated with it a lot of that's where you see the the realness people also come out. have to realize though that the cops when they grab you they already know so much about you they yeah, but, they watch you for a also, long time before they do also that. now i'm the flip side now if everybody stayed quiet they can't get you anything. No, of course not. He just put the cherry on top. He confirmed it for them. But so, they already had they already had hints and clues as to what they were doing. You think the police don't know. The police officers don't know, but they be knowing and they be out here undercover. At the end of the day, Takashi's gonna get out. He's gonna do music with all these rappers that's and calling him a snitch. And everybody's gonna love it. He's gonna make money for everybody and everybody's gonna be happy. Sad to say, yeah, y'all not gonna like it. It's the sad truth. He's gonna get out. He's gonna be fine. And if he wanted to, the young bucks that are under Treyway will will take him. You know why? Because money is power. And whenever there's money, whether you snitched or not, money talks. It really does. And people will do anything for that money. They're gonna ship him somewhere out to the Philippines. He's uh, gonna be right back in Brooklyn. Remove that tattoo off of his face and off of his arms. Absolutely not in Brooklyn. He'll he's die. he's definitely gonna be back in Brooklyn. I put my bottom back, dollar on it. Be bla- back in Brooklyn as uh his regular self, not as Takashi. No, he's gonna be out there as Takashi. He's gonna be. Takashi what? Takashi nine six. Takashi fifteen because six is nine. I am well, yeah, he's gonna be out there doing the same damn thing. I don't know. What will and that's see? the sad truth. I it mean, just sucks that they're labeling him as a snitch. So even if he's out there doing the same damn thing, his reputation is like being tarnished for just it don't doing matter. What he his did. We, we already, already we already seen that's Tory Lanez kind of secure his feature. He said, "Yeah, the man was cool. Yeah, I'm not for the snitching, but at the end of the day, this should teach everybody." Don't pretend to be something that you're, you're not. not. Be yourself at you're, all times. That rainbow hair, that rainbow tee, six nine in your face, and all that. Not even that. It's all the stuff he was talking about in his music. Like you ain't about that. Sit down, little but boy. But and on his social media, it's like okay, 
I feel like people are coming at him harder about the snitch thing also because you're all over your Instagram talking about if anybody want to pull up, they can pull up. Yeah. You got all these people around you acting real big and like you're doing the most. But like, also, they let him. But also, oh, they, but of also, course they did. He was the star. Let, let's keep it real. He was let's getting them paid. Real. They don't but care what also, he do. But also, half of the people talking junk now never pulled up when he said pull up. So, well, um, I mean... Of course, because they was there, but I'm just, now, I'm just, without the gang, when he says pull up, oh, people are pulling up. Oh, no, he got top-line security. He got he got bodyguards that's going to be He's not going care. into witness protection. No, he because he's going to he's gonna have men, men licensed to kill somebody if you try something. That's why I'm Man, get that out of here. I'm, I'm just speaking facts, and, and everybody knows Man. that this is how it's going to go down. It's just what it is. Amen. Like it or not, he's gonna get out. He's gonna start doing features with these artists, and they're gonna love it because they're all making money. At the end of the get day, Daniel it's all Hernandez out of here, my guy. <laughs> he's not Takashi Six Nine. He's Daniel Hernandez oh, no. now. Get that out of here. I mean, if it was up to me, he would never be around me. Period. I know that's point. You know what I mean? That's and and that's why I all. Always keep people at arm's distance. So if I go. ever do something, you should have never said that. Now he won't stop. Listen, if I ever do something, and and my mom taught me early because my little brother used to snitch on me every time I did something. So she told me, "Yo, you should have never been doing that." Exactly. Ooh. Or if you was gonna do something, do it by yourself because nobody can snitch on you. That is a wild time, Takashi. Uh, Daniel, I mean, Hernandez. Uh, you know, we wish the best for you. We really do. I know you're uh, Do we really? No. And them do court. I re- really hope so? I no. wish th- I really do. because I could care less, to be honest. Because at the end of the day, I could, he snitched. The other people let him in, so they all It's obviously each not other. my business. But I also feel that young people are very easily influenced. And I feel like that's what he's going through. Obviously, his case is very uh, extreme. But he should really take this as a lesson. If he comes out of this on the other side and he's okay, and if all he lost was a couple thousand dollars in court fees, and he's good to walk on the streets without you know fear of getting shot up or dying, you should count that as a blessing and start your career over the way you wanted to, not being extorted by no gang, not feeling like you have to he's act a certain be way. Just fine. Like just do you. You already have a career that is built. Like just run off of that. You're young. Bad stuff happens to people all the time. He's gonna be just fine. Some of the top Daniel? gangsters ever have snitched. He's gonna be just fine. I don't see none of that Takashi Six Nine stuff. Cause that Six Nine is for your setting. They ain't rocking with you no more. So just go ahead and get that tattoo removed. Also, my guy. for everybody that's that was rocking with him from the beginning, y'all are all fake. Cause now he turned on him so quickly. So keep that same energy when he releases a new song. You know how cancer culture do. Some people don't really care about you. They care about who you are, your stardom. They don't care about you as a person and what you're going through. Being in court is so expensive and it's super, like, it's very emotionally draining. I can imagine. Yeah. Also, speaking of jail and system, I just want to plug real quick. Um, Meek Mill's documentary on Amazon Prime is so good. I don't got Amazon Prime, but if anybody wants to loan me their password, that would please be you, do. Christina. So free. <laughs> I don't know why you came to me. As a woman, I did indeed. <laughs> so our next story on the table. I'm just gonna keep shooting those stories. Anybody stop me? Stop. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> How long have we been going? Forty three minutes. Forty three minutes. <laughs> the people are sick of us. You think so? No. Okay. 
Just give you one thing. Thank you. Um, the whole the entire problems. time I'm sitting here like, wow, B. And time. No. <laughs> wait, wait. Have you been timing us? No, I, ha- I haven't. But like my intention, like yeah. internally, you know. I'm just like, so what is our topic on the table, y'all? We don't I'm have done with the culture shock. Say. So close out. Remember, if you want to keep your ear close to the streets, you come to me, your girl with G. And that's it for the culture shock. Um, building angst. You know me. Go ahead. Um, before we start blabbing, because we don't have a topic today, um, I just want to say that the uh, season seven live finale is now out on SoundCloud. If you want to check that out, that's my late night radio talk. I think I've you, had you too need much to one. do better. <laughs> um, wow. It's out there, and we put out video, uh, video recap. We put out pictures. Those will be going up all week or whatever. And it was a good time. It was lovely. Oh, 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 oh. Shout out to um the Steambox and Steambox RI and Hack 401. Um, thanks to Regina, we were able to volunteer with the kids on Saturday. Uh juniors and seniors? Mm-hmm, in high school. Juniors and seniors of high school, um, mostly from CF and Alvarez, CF Central Falls, Rhode Island. We had a couple and, people from Davies in there. Shout out oh, yeah, to Davies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, true, 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 true. And it was just so nice. And it was so cute to see bands doing so good with the kids. And I was like, look at Bands. They loved him. He got two shout outs they at the end. They loved him. He got two shout outs at the end of the panel. It was two. so cute. Because I, I just let the kids be themselves. We're calling them like, the kids, and they're surely young adults. Most of them are actually 18. We're going to call them true. It's fine. But, but, like, you know what I mean? I didn't try to force them to do anything. I kind of just let them be free. And but it's not like, only that, they felt cool. like they could just talk to you about whatever. Mm-hmm. You're not there as like their teacher, or their parent. You're just there as like But we taught them, them things without like really teaching them things. You know what I mean? They like we didn't even too. They yeah, did. They I, sure I learned did. a lot from them. Was, Yo, that event ha- it has my heart. You know, shout out to Victoria <sighs> because it yes. really wasn't me. It was Victoria who which follow her, Victoria underscore on underscore earth on Instagram. She is a friend of mine who I just happened to meet through community and through people. And it was at one of Akeem's events that I met Victoria. Shout out to Akeem. Oh, I love him. How can you not love him? He's just fresh. He's great. And it was through one of his events that I met Victoria. We stayed in contact. She had this podcasting workshop, which was a part of the Big Bang Science Fair. Which is huge. Which is huge. But the workshops were just a smaller part of it. And we were learning how to use Anchor, how to use Soundtrap, which are different Mm -hmm. apps for like, you know, podcasting and creating beats and creating music. And it was awesome to see how these young people came into it, you know, one way and came out of it a completely different way. It's like we were all just there together learning and absorbing. It was so good. It was so, so full. Every time I'm, I do something with kids, it just reminds me of how much I like kids. Like, speaking of Akeem, I went to one of his, um, what is it, leadership the leadership, a, le- a leadership, leadership journey. journey. The yeah, one of those meetings that he has with the kids on Saturday, and I was like, "Oof, it's early on a Saturday, but I'm gonna pull up anyway." And it just reminds you how smart kids are and how much they're willing to learn. Like they're yearning Dang, to learn. They're yearning to learn and they're yearning to connect, especially with adults. Like mm-hmm. I feel like we kind of bridged the gap for them. <laughs> <laughs> you're annoying <laughs> and it's just it's just so wild how like 
one sat we took one Saturday off to spend time with kids that we don't know. We never met. Don't know us. Don't know us, us. Nothing. And we could change somebody's life forever. You know, that interaction will stick with them for the rest of their lives. My man sent me four beats since then. Oh. Four beats. He was like, yo, I got something for you. He sent me four beats on my damn I love it. And I was talking to them and asking them, like, hey, do you know what you're doing after high school? And they all knew what they were going to do. They all knew what so school sure. they wanted to go to, or what they're going to the major. military. Or, yeah. You know, they just know. So Kids are so smart. Or they think kids. they know. Because they might get a call and be like, oh, no, child. You might get to the military Hello? and be like, um, this is not I'm going me. home. But it happens to all of us, you know. But I knew I wasn't really sure at, in high school. I'm not even sure today. But it was just nice to see, like, you know, just see how, I mean, they're not that innocent. But just to see them be excited for something. I love kids. They're, just, so they're definitely like 18 I don't know but They're like kids young, They're young 10 people. years younger than us Young people They're not that much younger than Bijo Yeah they're not Oh yeah. Dang B My bad But they're like my friends Yeah they're Yeah <laughs> the It just age, felt but. like they were younger Like I still remember being in high school I don't even I I don't even remember being 21 But I remember being high school Like uh, high school And just being like Feeling like Thinking about tomorrow and that's it. Not thinking about yeah, because that's all you have to think about. No, that's wrong. You have to think about your future, and they don't. And nobody tells you. It's that. a utopia. You're around all the people that are the same age. You guys all care about the it's same thing. It's a setup. Instagram, Snapchat, and we didn't musically. have none of that. <laughs> musically and TikTok and TikTok and all these wild apps that I don't know anything about. These majestic wild we psychedelic didn't have apps. Any of that though. Also, shout out to Master Glow, my homegirls, Erin hey. and Jess, Self Love Day Party. That uh, party was jump. Look, look, Bans, he's mad. He's jealous. I heard you bodied it. Ooh, I mean, talk your shit. I was there. No you was BD. just there, or you went and conquered? Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting because I was literally bursting at the seams because that's just <laughs> how I am naturally. And. Bijo was there with me. Bursting at the Sims metaphorically and also physically. No, like we saw the dress. Oh, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Okay, (laughs) I was like, every time somebody walked through the door, I was screaming because I was so happy to see people there. Not that I didn't think anybody would show up, but just because people were having a good time. I have grown up around women. I have four sisters. I'm used to being around women. It's my comfort zone. I'm good with women. Like, I know how to talk to them. I know how to make them feel comfortable. I know how to make people come together. It's like my thing. It's my gift. And I just know that. That's one thing I know about my gift. I'm waiting for God to unlock the rest. But I also know that people who move to Providence or move to Rhode Island, they don't feel always welcome when they go to certain mm-hmm. events or when they meet certain people because, mm-hmm. you know, we have that New England thinking we're always on Talk the go. You only hang on people you know. People Talk are afraid about of about break about break out of their cliques and groups. And it's crazy. Like, I don't, I don't like that. I don't want people to feel like, oh, well, if we were in D.C., it wouldn't be like that. If we were in Atlanta. If we were in yeah. Boston. If we were in L.A. Like, why can't it be like, if you're improv, you feel welcome. Like, there's... There are black people here. There are people of color here. Like, we here. Like, I want people to come from other cities to come to prof and be like, we had a good time. Because we do that. Because we do that. We go to other cities. We go to other cities. Mm -hmm. There were three girls there that came from New York for that event. And I was like, 
<laughs> and they were talking about how they were having such a good time. They felt like they were meeting people. And it was great. Because why is it that we go to a day trailer, we go to a yellow cup, and we're looking at people we don't know, like, who is that? Like, she thinks she's cute. Wow. I hate that. Like, energy. what are you talking about? Like, no, we should come together. Like, girl, you look so cute. Yup, highlighter, eyebrows, arts, face, beat. Outfit snatched, booty <laughs> sitting. Like, why is it always beef? Like, we can't. We gotta break it's out of that beef for no reason. It's wild. You gotta break out that New England mentality. The good thing about New Englanders is we're hustlers by nature. I don't even think that that's a New England thing. I I think that somebody brought this up on the panel. I don't remember which one of the ladies it was, but they all said amazing things. I wanted Love to record it. I wish I was recording it actually so I could take notes and listen to it every day. Mm-hmm. But there was someone there that said that women of color are taught to fight against each other instead of working together and against whatever else is holding us back. Correct. And it's so true because I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But no, please. I saw women there that I've seen in other places, and you could tell that. I don't want to say that they were uncomfortable with the positivity, but you could tell that it was like a It was new, different. It was different. The vibe was almost too good to be true, if you will. So for some loving. Like, it was loving. It like, was warm I stepped in, in there. there. You remember that scene in Lemonade, the Beyonce special, with um, when uh, Jay-Z's grandmother is speaking and they're like in a garden and a long table. You don't remember that? Okay, whatever, fine. It's just me. But that's what it felt like. And then the music was perfect. There was a DJ from Massachusetts who was just giving Yo, us that she vibe. was fire. I went up to her after and I was like, you're fire! <laughs> it was just women, beautiful women everywhere. And it's just so funny how Not funny, huh? women of color just know how to dress to certain events. You know what I'm saying? Just like, too Everybody cute. pulled up yeah. like looking... Just too Pop cute. It. First of all, B pulled up looking like Kelly Rowan. First of all, B's chest was out. Ben's get her. Right? She up. I didn't like, know who she was when she walked in there first. She was like Kelly Rowan ready for a CEO meeting. Like, she I was, was telling like, everybody in there that all them bitches were her sons. Get her. <laughs> it was just so nice. Like everybody looked nice. Everything felt nice. And the house was packed. Yes. And it was a black owned business where we were sitting it a multi-million dollar my bad i felt yeah. like i could walk up to any woman in the room and lay in her bosom oh yes you know That's like true. i was friends with all the women in also, there. <laughs> and i i kept saying that as i was going through like you're amongst friends here you're amongst friends here because i didn't want anyone to feel nervous or feel judged for the questions they were ask, asking mm. or anything that they had to say it's like Yes, we have this panel that are answering questions, but we're all here to support whatever comes out your mouth right now. Mm-hmm. And it's that support that we need. And then, uh, what? Quavas? Quavas, love her. Stephanie. She, you know, went and she was talking about, like, you know, her, just the, the generational curses of feeling like you got to mm-hmm. break away even from family members Ooh, that are toxic to you. And I feel that. It's like, we see Quavas all the time. Mm-hmm. But when I, we don't know by looking at her that she is an overcomer and a pioneer in her family. It's like, these are things we won't learn until we come into these spaces and we talk out loud. And that's why Mm -hmm. I'm looking at her now in a different light and in a more positive one. Cause I'm like, you're a powerhouse. Now the generation after you and generations, generations, generations will be different. They're going to be different. They're going to be free to be who they want to be because you broke that for them and somebody had to do it and I'm glad that it was you and I'm glad that it was you and I'm glad it was you, 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 you and you and we're all here talking about our healing and i loved what lucy said about Ugh, yo bump all that it. positive stuff let's just go through what we got to go through let's just be real let's just be real mm-hmm. 
Man, let me tell you Zong. It was so good. Lucy, what's her last name? Oh, I don't want to mispronounce oh, her last name. It's okay. Okay, yeah. I don't she, know how you pronounce it, but that's how it's spelled. Find her on Instagram and follow her. She's amazing, and her story is beautiful. Oh, my goodness. It, that, that, was, that was crazy. Oof. It was, was spoken word, and it spoke. So it was just, it Everything was, was just so, so well placed. That's a good <gasps> word. Powerful. Everything was well placed. The panel was amazing. And just to, like, I was trying to be in the moment, but I was really looking at things from the outs, like, like, and I had, like, an outer body experience, like, yo, this is right here in our city happening right now. Like, I've never experienced anything like that here. So it was just nice. And then, especially you were talking about the grow where you're planted, um, the grow where you're planted event. It, re- it was. It reminded me of that. Like, yeah, hundred percent. Qu- I'm saying because Quavas was there too. Quavas was there, and Jess, who was one of the co-founders of Master Glow, was there as well. There you go. So I feel like she took a lot of pieces from yeah. that. I mean, we had a blast, and they We're also had a panel. That. We needed, and it's it's funny, cause, not funny, but Sabrina was there, and that's obviously why you saw a lot of like the Rhode Island support mm-hmm. because we knew Sabrina was on the panel, and it's like it's. It's also beautiful to know that you're on this panel and you got like half of the room is Rhode Island people that came out because the event was great, but also because we know that you are someone who we look up to in our right. city. So it was just, ah! It was amazing. My God, it was so good. I wish so I could relive so that. I, I wish I could talk on this, but Damn. I, didn't, I didn't experience this. If you feel that way, you need to, you know, because we always talk about women, 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 but also men need this too. They do, and they need it in their own spaces. And it's funny because when we were talking about it on WBRU, all the guys was like, oh, wow, so we can't come. That's crazy. What are you talking about, my boy? That's how I feel like. Niggas always sound. feel like everything is crazy. The, yeah, and I said to them, like, well, y'all could, like, do your own own thing like you can right. have your own event they're like no we want to go with y'all at. but it needs to be it needs to be had right there. yeah it needs to be organized by the right person like i could see like someone like akeem doing it oh, yeah. or chip you, duck even or chip because if you let a random nigga do it he might mess it up now <laughs> i'm not trying to call no names but don't let her on our ride i love Aww. you to death don't, don't, but it ain't don't throw you, my baby. boy out under the bus like that. Nah, Come I would on. never throw Ha and I Let me tell you what Ha and I be doing. Uh-oh. When we get to the station, he has his own, you know, stories ready to go. And then he has everybody else's segment ready to go just in case they not ready. Oh, wow. He calls himself the captain of our team <laughs> that we didn't agree to be on. And when we don't show up on time, he be doing everybody's segment. Wow. He's always prepared. He's and that's, a team player. That's ad- No, he's not a team player, actually. <laughs> no, he he's an attention whore. And it's fine <laughs> because you know why? The attention whore always is prepared. Yes, that's true. Because you're always ready to be in the spotlight. If somebody don't measure up, guess what? You right there and you ready. We ready. We ready. <laughs> hey, All jokes aside, if you stay though, ready, you don't got to get ready. You heard? Hello. All jokes aside, the hot NRI is very hardworking. Oh, 100%. That man does like four nightclubs in one night. 100%. He went to the radio, recorded, and then left to go to Boston to do his own thing. He is very, very, very hardworking. He puts in a lot of time to his craft. And Mm -hmm. And he's like a one-man band, basically. Yeah. So, And, of course, it's in honor of someone that was very close to him as well. Mm -hmm. So you're not just doing this for fun. You're doing this for legacy. Mm -hmm. And it's like it's important to you and you love it so mm-hmm. it makes it worthwhile and it's your job the same way you would go nine to five at any job you go hard at your dream shoo shoo 
So yeah, shout out to be you're hiding behind this mic, year, and bro. I don't understand what's I know, going B, on. What the heck? We put you on the mic. You were at this event man. too. Uh, uh. How do you feel about how you feel about it? It's interesting to hear from, I guess, from a younger perspective. Even though you're young, but you're not like young minded. You're very mature for your age. Mm. How did you feel about that, Van B? I Especially mean, he looked me right in my like, eyes and had a question. I couldn't let it happen. <laughs> no, what was I the question? like my question. She my, had raised her hand, and I was like, I was trying to pick somebody, and I was like, Do you <laughs> mind sharing the question now? Well, Ooh. I I felt like it was a more like a question to kind of like pull everything together. Um, so there was like, my question was like, Let's answer it right now. I like that. My question, because we were talking about, you know, like self-love and like everyone was talking about like their journey, their journey, their journey. And like a lot of like just everything that I've been doing this summer has been um, work on like my personal growth. And one lesson that I I took from that was ways of being. Mm. So my question was going to be like, <laughs> I can't. <laughs> we're so into it. We're also like. A little bit dizzy, <laughs> <laughs> but in the best way. Yes, yeah, bands are sick of us. Bands, uh, get involved. That's what hands. So, <laughs> <laughs> so my question was just going to be like, what, like, to all the ladies on the panel, like, what ways of being are working for you right now? Like, what, what is that right now? Question. Yeah, what ways of being are working for you right now? That like through your self love journey, like, what, what is working? You. Well, you guys know I always talk about getting saved mm-hmm. three years ago. And I feel like that completely changed, transformed my life. I'm still the same person that I was, obviously, but like in the most pure in the form best way. that it can be. Yeah, and in the best way. Well, before you, before you, I also just want to like say about a piggyback off of you. Come if on, you, piggyback. If you um, allow me to. Um, that just because you're saved and just because you're a Christian doesn't mean that you change your personality. It just means that you live better and you live closer towards what how Jesus lived. You lived pure. You look out for people. You love people like you would love yourself. That's all that it means to be a Christian. That's it doesn't mean percent. that you can't have a drink. It doesn't mean that you can't go out to the club and chill with your friends. It's just how you do it and how you live. That's what makes you a Christian. And knowing better, when you know better, you do better. That's period. So Hello. it's like when you know what's good for you, mm-hmm. it's just natural that it's going to draw you into that. So don't think that, oh, you know, I got to say, you know, I got to let go of all my friends and oh, yeah. don't be bringing no, none of that foolishness around and You me can be the one to help them. And throwing scripture at their heads and <laughs> all of that. It's not like that. I mean, you guys have been around me the past three years and I have been saved all of that time. And mm-hmm. I have been in a very enjoyable spirit to be around. And I'm sure I've taught you guys things. You taught me things. But to jump right into that, I talk about being saved and I talk about it openly because I feel like people have a stigma about people who are saved or people who are, you know, of faith. And I think my way of being now is like super authentic. And when I say super authentic, I just go with my gut and what my heart says, because I find a lot of the time I know immediately, immediately. (laughs) <laughs> yo i've been saying that at work the fact that all we all knew exactly week, what you I meant. we got your bands we got your bands i have to week. find that oh my god but i know immediately I'm when i'm doing certain things that 
are not for me, but for mm. other people. Like when I want to dress a certain way, or wear my hair a certain way, or act a certain way in certain spaces, and it makes me feel uncomfortable that I'm acting out of character. Yes. And then I have to literally stop, and I've been doing this for the past year, and ask yourself, why are you acting like that? Like, why do you feel like you have to act like that? Or why do you feel like you have to dress like that? Or why do you feel like you have to have your face beat down to go to this event? <laughs> You know, it's just little things mm-hmm. that you're trying to keep up with the Joneses unnecessarily. And you guys know me. I will scream and jump and shout and do all kind of crazy stuff in front of people because I am careless yeah. and shameless at this point. <laughs> shameless for sure. <laughs> I feel like that's the best way to be. It's transparency. And when you offer mm-hmm. that to people, they offer it back to you. And when you offer whatever you put out is what you get back. Or you won't receive it and so you can weed out. The people and you can that out. you need to be around. And the people that you don't need to be around. Exactly. And I'm going to have a good time wherever I go. I'm not going to stop living life because of a certain atmosphere in a room. I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. It's not me. I don't need to be in rooms where I can't, like, scream and... Be yourself. Yeah. And act wild. Ooh, that's a deep question. So that's my way of being. I'm just being Regina. And I wow. literally just go with your gut. Somebody on the panel said your oh, intuition yeah. is never gonna steal you wrong. You never, never say, "Dang, I shouldn't have followed my I intuition." Think it was Sata, who uh, is the Sata. Afro Afro Yoga, yes, Afro Yoga, yes, yes, Sorry. yes, yes. yes. and author. She's amazing. But yeah, Her you, aura, you never like the auras of the women. Ooh, it was too much. It was like powerful. I was like a flame at the end. You know what's <laughs> literally on fire? <laughs> you know it's crazy because I saw a blessing. And she told me, and, and it was funny because she said, oh, my God, I just felt your, I felt your aura. I felt your energy when you came and I knew you were here. And I know she was probably just, like, joking, but also, like, for real, like, you could feel the energy. Really can. People's energy was so radiant. And, like, when the women on the panel were speaking, I know this is not answering your question, but the when the women on the panel were speaking, you could feel everyone, like, like looking, it's almost for like everyone answers. was holding their breath. Like, and pe- I seen a lot of he- heads nodding. I seen, I heard a lot of mm, mm-hmm. like mm. people. Like they took us to church. Yeah, it was good. Like it was just it so like spiritual. It, it felt so good. It's crazy how like there. different events attract certain energies. That's so like, right. A mat, like just if you think about it, like it was presented in a way where powerful women were going to be there. So who mm. did it attract? It attracted powerful other women. powerful women. Yes. Or like, other women who really want are seeking be. guidance and yes. mentorship. Yes, yes. So like it was mm. just all there. So there was so like So answer the question. Right. Uh, uh. My way of being I guess I mean I think I feel like it's the same for me. Just being transparent. You you know all know I've been going through a crazy change of lifestyle, mm. which I haven't really spoken about publicly, but uh, just being transparent and not really caring about what people say, because at the end of the day, it's your life and you only get one. And something happens. Well, something happened to me when I turned 25 and I felt like, dang, I'm 25. And I felt like I was lacking in so many areas of life, but I work towards that every day because I feel like I'm 25 today and I'm going to be 26 next year, 27. You know, the numbers only go up. So you only have one life to live. So you have to really hone in on what is it that you love. Mm. And I think it's amazing when spaces like that happen because then it gives you the opportunity to reflect on yourself. 
because we learned a lot from them, but they also said some things that affirmed what you were feeling. Because mm. they said some things, and I was like, oh, shoot, it's not just me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it just it's just nice to be able to walk in the path that you feel that you're set out to live and not worry about what other people will say and not worry about what other people will think because those other people are doing what they want to do. So you got to do what you want to do. And it's just, it's just, I guess my way of being is trying to be more present and less, um, not less conscious because you have to be super conscious of what you're doing in the world around you. But you have to live in the moment. Like I'm here today, I'm present today and I struggle with that. So I work towards that every single day, not worrying about this bill, that bill, school, this child, Emma. You know what I'm saying? You're only one person. So you have to take it easy, take it one day at a time. Not that I'm saying you don't have to plan because obviously you have to plan. But so my way of being is being present. Like you have to be present. You have to live because you will miss those moments and you never get them back. So just being in the moment. Being authentic, being present. Bans, what is your way of being that is working for you right now? Bans is a powerhouse himself, so I know this hey. is going to be a testimony. <laughs> I mean, for me, I'm I'm just doing what I want to do and applying myself, just Ooh, I like going that. for it, taking no as no answer. Everything is let's go, let's do it, and just really applying myself. Like, you know, for example, y'all know I've been shooting photos. And this has only been a seventh month period, mm. you know, and been I've been doing, doing I've so done much. things that photographers had that been in the game for over 10 years haven't done. Not, not, not to flex or compare you myself to, to anybody, but you know what I mean? There's a lot of people that's like, yo, how are you getting these gigs? It's cause I'm putting myself out there. I'm, I'm actually applying myself. I'm, I'm doing what they was supposed to do. So and, Ken, Ken, sorry. Um, just because I, I love this topic so mm-hmm. much and it's just been a lot You're of bursting like, at the seams. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> pretty much like It's your show, B. I can't. You do what you want. Um but like anybody wants the last cookie before I gobble it. That's all you. <laughs> but the way of being that you're being mm-hmm. and through what I've learned is you're being urgent. Like everything Ooh. you're you're ta- you're taking opportunities where where it's man. where it's needed. Where I can. Exactly. Just me and like on oh agency. there's this event. I got you, and you're there. Like you're being mm-hmm. urgent. So I literally yeah. locked my steering wheel on my car. I called Bands because I thought my <laughs> car was broken, and that is so true. Bands yeah, moves with a sense of urgency, but with everything, even mm-hmm. with the studio. When originally we wanted to get the, stu- I mean, Bands have been talking about the studio since day one. Since day one, like literally. literally three years ago. Like we need to get the studio. He literally bought a camera, like, and was like, "I'm gonna be a photographer." And we're just looking at him, like, "My God, like you just spent mad money on this camera. What's going on?" <laughs> And like and he puts the off. pedal to the metal. metal. It's been seven months. I mean, them pictures at Style Week, fire. PVD Fest, fire. fire. Like there was something else you did. Uh, Chip Doug's event. Chip Doug's event. Fire. The, the basketball, basketball tournament. Fire. Oh like he's putting the pedal to the metal. Done. Find himself a mentor and everything. Like mm-hmm. that Shout sense of urgency is key. I'm so proud of you. You man. already know. You are just. Doing hey man, you know I'm just I'm doing what, your head. what I need You're to do. You're finding your niche. It's not even that because I've always been this way. Like, you know, with everything, I've always... It's really the hustle is the mentality because right. I got to get it wherever I can. You know what I mean? So, like, I, I don't know if I said it on the podcast, but 
a few months ago, I said, I'm giving myself a year and a half to figure it all out. And that's what I'm doing. I'm we serious. Did. We about were at this. Applebee's, y'all. <laughs> sure I'm serious about this. I got to figure, figure it out. out. Figure it out for me, too, because I'm trying to quit my job. Ooh, Apply yourself. <laughs> that's all I can tell you. I think Apply yourself. Every, every, every second, every chance that you have extra, try to do something that you're learning or you're doing something to better yourself. That's right. Because think, why not? <laughs> I think it's so funny because you guys are always coming at bands, like, all the time. We really are. And, like, you we guys are like, to. wow, bands, everything works out for you and, like, da-da-da. Because yeah. it really not does. A, not everything. But, like, in a sense, okay. <laughs> it really does, though. In I a have sense, to humble like, him, like, <laughs> in, in a sense, like, you guys are like, wow, like, I think the other, I think it was me and you, we went to Harry's and, um, after like PVD Fest and oh, yeah. he, found, guys went to he found he found a parking Sunday. on the side of the street right there and it was like how does we, he always have this love exactly yeah but like it's it's, it's all what you put of out that there like yeah what all you of get that back. energy that yeah. sense of urgency and just yeah that's true I'm like okay where where can like <laughs> so what about you what are you learning about being wait are you done bands no no, no, no you, we, we want to talk about <laughs> B it's her <laughs> birthday no I really do because bands is like the epitome of what people should be like. Mm. In their dreams and in their passions, mm-hmm. we always come at Bands's neck because he gets out. And of then control, also, of he's always amongst women, and he's always super respectful. Yeah. Well, like at least I try to be, you know, because I'm I'm a guy. Like you know, I'm not gonna sit here and say that I'm always respectful, you know, because that would be a lie. But, you're but always so I respect everybody. I respect everybody as I am respected. Mm. You know what I mean? Because that's the way it should be. You know what I mean? You know, because there's no reason why you should treat somebody below you, below you or above you differently. It should be all the same. It's true. You should just be yourself. And that's why it's admirable because, you know, bands is the epitome of you don't get older and slow down. You get older and keep pushing. No, and Not that bands is like up. in his 50s or anything, but, time you know, he's, he's just doing what he wants to do. And he's doing a damn good job. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, you know. Also, I mean, I am you because you over here but fly away with your big head, not not gonna let it happen, okay? (laughs) Also, you know, before B answers, when she came onto the team, she was so different, so different. She was sheltered and uh, not sheltered. She was um reserved. Reserved. There we go. Not sheltered. She was reserved, and I feel like I don't want to, you know, say that we're responsible, but I feel like. The podcast has done something different for all of us. It's mm. pushed us to do something that we were hesitant about before, but now we're doing it because we have given ourselves a platform to either express ourselves or to just do things and connect with people. And I feel like ever since Bija has joined the team, she has just excelled in other things. Mm. Like, and you know, she runs a sorority. You run the sorority? Are you the president? It's a sibling, huh? Because it's called oh, okay, the yeah. siblinghood, and she does that, and she she organizes all the things, and then she also is in school and getting good grades and about to graduate, and it's just so it's just beautiful. I left Regina a long ass voice note earlier about watching people. What do you want? You get more as I work about watching people grow and fall into place things start to fall into place and life is not perfect you will fall in and fall out fall in and fall out i fall in and fall out every day to piggyback off what you're saying life is gonna take you the way it is gonna anyway you just gotta let it fall into place stop trying to 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 shape 
and put things where they don't need to You have to, to assimilate. You have to be adaptable. When life hands you hands you lemons, you make lemonade. Yeah. You literally have to make the best. Or you throw the lemonades back at life. Oh, hey, well, that's a little aggressive. It is a little aggressive. I don't know if we want that kind of energy right back. But, yeah, so talk about your your coming of being. That's the correct way to say it. Well, like, I don't know. I feel like this, personally, I, I feel emotional about it because, you know, it's, like, very personal, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I I was thinking about this yesterday. I was like, okay, so, you know, today, like, oh, well, I don't want to say it's the start of a new year, but it's the start of a new chapter in my life, right? Yeah. So I'm like, what ways of being can I be this year, like, this in this chapter of my life um, that can help me better myself, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I think this year I'm going to live a life of gratitude and Ooh. just be thankful for everything. That's a good one. So, like, right now what's working for me is being grateful for everything. Um, and... You know, I, I've been feeling, like, stressed out about things and, like, school and work and all these things coming coming together. But then because I'm, like... of course. It, it, it does feel like a, a much, but, like, when you think about it, there's so much to be grateful for. Like, literally so... Like, so much, yeah. I, w- I was laying on my bed and I'm, like, wow, I should be grateful that I'm laying on this bed. Mm. And there's a roof over my head. That's right. Hello. And Simple like, things. Yeah, so that that's what I've been... Like, that's the thought of my day for the next 365 days. Like, what can I be grateful for today? So, I mean, I I don't know if it's funny you said that because I just seen a, uh, I rarely go on Facebook, but I went on Facebook and I seen this like, um, it was like a collage. It was a guy in a car looking up at a helicopter and he's like, man, I want the helicopter. There was a guy in a like cheaper car. And like you know, an uh, economic car, saying, "Damn, I want that sports car," and like it trickled down to where there was a guy on a bike, and the guy that couldn't walk, no, the guy walking was like, "I wish I had a bike," and then the guy in a wheelchair was like, "Wow, I, I wish I could go anywhere." Mm-hmm. So basically, you know what I mean? It's that yeah. whole mentality is like, "Yo, like, why am I complaining about these senseless things?" all the time just it's just wild. stop complaining and get it done you know mm-hmm. you know it's so important though too because i always think about like dang what do i have to do to be financially free you know i don't i don't care to be rich but just to make sure that when i lay my head i'm not thinking about all right i gotta do this with this check and that you know what i'm saying like you're always over you're always calculating and budgeting equation all the time. yeah it's mm-hmm. always because you have to make ends meet and figure things out and then i always think about like the things that i do have like friendship and yeah. like mm-hmm. a partner and, and you like, have abundance yes and like my child is healthy and my mom is still around, like little things that other people don't have. And I'm like, exactly. yo, this material stuff doesn't really matter. Because when you die, it's not going to go with you. No. It stays. And people forget you and they will live. They will exactly. continue to live on. Life goes on. Literally, with or without you. Oh, yeah. And it's crazy. That's why you have to live your life the way you want to live it. Because I always say, and I make fun, obviously, but I always say, you know, one day we're all going to pass away and we're going to go to God. 
And God's gonna be like, so what was you doing down there? Mm-hmm. He's gonna be like, yeah, God, you know, I spent all of my life trying to be like someone else. And he's gonna be like, that's not what I called you to do, though. That's not what I asked for you. That yeah. was not your destiny. I would have made you all the same if I wanted you all to do the same thing. Hello. I made you all different for a reason because I wanted you to do different things. Exactly. It's so. a giant puzzle, but everybody has their part to play. Oof. So if you're doing the same thing as someone Oof. else, now there's a part missing of the Oof. puzzle. You think in bands church, he Let got some. Hello. And I believe in that. I believe there's a big puzzle. That's a fact. If all the pieces in the puzzle are trying to be like one piece, the rest of the puzzle is missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, what's and so worse now, than trying to be somebody you're not, though? I don't, nothing. You know, that's everybody the got their, their own individual self. And that's the beauty of, like, you know, there's a same, I don't know if it's in English that they say it <laughs> the same way, but in Dominican Spanish, be like, in Spanish <laughs> it said, el, el alcoiri es, es para todo el mundo. It, it's saying, like, yo, the, the rainbow, rainbow is for everybody. So every color represents something. Or someone different, mm. you know what I mean. So, so basically, like, why you would you want to just be? With one color? It wouldn't be a Can rainbow. You imagine a rainbow with one color. Sick. It wouldn't be a rainbow. It would okay. just be, be a block <laughs> of red <laughs> or a block of blue. The point of all the colors is so that it can showcase something beautiful. But if they're all the same color, it's not doing that. That's the same exactly. thing with the puzzle. If you don't have all the pieces, you don't see the big picture. If all the pieces are trying to be that one corner piece, you just got a thousand corner pieces. Mm-hmm. We can't make a picture with a thousand corner pieces. We need the we need this edge in the middle and the awkward one over here the that connects to this one. That's a fact. You need all the different pieces, and I think that's the beauty. That's how we're, we're meant to be is what I think. And I'm pretty sure I'm right. And so B's turning 21 today. Ooh. Do you know what, what day, what time you were born? I don't. My mom said, I asked my mom the other day. I was like, they don't be remembering. That was a long time ago. She was like, you know, sometime in the evening. I don't know. Oh, well, there you go. It's a whole birth certificate just to figure it out. No, I was, I just wanted to um, talk about being 21 and acting reckless. I want to give you some advice. Okay. Because I was 21 and crazy. What advice would you give yourself at that age? Yeah, I would tell you to, um, you have the rest of your life to drink. So when you do pick up a bottle and you go out and buy your first bottle, don't go crazy. Because when you throw up, it hurts your throat. And you get the spins. (laughs) Let me tell you something. The spins is not it. Because I turned 21 in Chile. I was like, wibbly wobbly in the club taking my shoes off throwing up outside wobble, all wobble, over wobble, I, wobble. I literally threw up all over the security guard and thank god i knew who he was so take your time he wasn't a happy security guard then no uh, you know who he was leslie bianca's ex-husband okay um so thank god we knew who he was but yeah take your time you have your life to do all the wild things. Take care of your business. So That's when right. you're at my age, you don't have to worry about what I'm worrying about today. You've done it all. All the, you know, it's, it's true what they say. Work hard, play later. That is real. That And people should live by that. Because then when you're 21 trying to keep up with all the young things, right? Ain't quote, unquote. Then you get older and you don't have time to worry about the young you you want to do the young thing you know what i mean like you don't yeah. you're trying to like backtrack and keep up with yourself mm. so do the work that you need to do to get there b b, b. my advice would be <laughs> b. <laughs> b b listen b b b b, b. b. be a leader <laughs> listen so in life there's 
in in this world, eighty percent of people are followers. Where are you getting this statistic from? This is a fact. Listen, eighty percent of people are followers. Um, fifteen are leaders. The five percent are observers. People that watch everything. Be a be a leader. That's all, all I have to say. Don't be a follower. It's easy to fall into the follower Oof, category. Chile. Very easy. And then you you turn out to be that person at home, Regretting. thirty, four kids, Oof. and you're like, oh my life four is. Four kids at thirty, wasting no, no I'm time. Ju- I'm I'm just saying like there's uh, plenty of people out there of right course. now. Thir- thirty there's something. There's people twenty seven with four, four kids. kids. Four kids right now. Kids running around crazy around the house and they just can't take it no more. So my advice to you is like, yo, be a leader. Do what you want to do. Also, and don't let anybody tell you that you can't. Don't get do. pregnant. <laughs> that is the that is the one advice my mom told me and I did not follow. And I don't say that because you know I don't love Emma. I love her to death, obviously, and I don't have to say. I don't think I have to say that out loud. But just to reiterate, because when you have a child, your life is no longer yours. It is now. You have to live for someone and take care after someone. And right now, you should be taking care of yourself. Not yourself. So wrap it up. Not or that. get on that birth control. You know what I'm saying? It's your business. Or just... You watch your mouth. Because somebody <laughs> got to... Never mind. I'm not going to say it because this being is inappropriate. <laughs> somebody has to break the back is what I was going to say. I mean... And somebody will. And... Well, <laughs> I am just here. Okay. okay. Or celibacy. Either way, ah, live your you live your best life. Okay. Live your best life. My well, okay, twenty one. Let me think. What was twenty one year old Regina doing? This is interesting. I was like the same person. I guess my advice to myself and also to you be being twenty one. The only thing I was exactly the same. The only thing I wish I would have done when I was twenty one is I wish I would have let go of those friends that I held on to for a long period of time, mm. and came into my came into myself and then came into meeting like my not I don't want to say true friends but my like support system friends my like loyal long term friends long term grounded friends because I felt like I had good friends when I was 21 of course like friends that I known a long time but I feel like not all of them were on the same journey that I was on and they weren't on the same Wait, they didn't have the same mindset I was on and your support system was everything because birds of a feather hmm. really flock do together. flock together child don't let me tell it Mm-mm. so when you have good people around you people who mentor you people who respect you people who push you to do great things you can only be great but when you're around people that are stagnant and you don't realize it because they're your friends and you love them mm-hmm. but they're stagnant and they're not really moving up, down, and nowhere, just kind of where they at. You ultimately will stay where you at. And because nobody's person. pushing anybody. Nobody's pushing, nobody's mm-hmm. pulling, nobody's pouring, nobody's receiving. Everybody's just there. Mm-hmm. That's the person on the couch, by the way. And you're kind of like repeating and doing the same thing. So I think at 21. And save your money. That's like a learning thing, though. Travel. You got to go through some stuff. Travel. I mean, well, she does want to do that. Oh, yeah. Travel, even if it's like, yeah, you know, chicken, outside of your immediate circle, like Massachusetts, go to Boston for a week, like a day or something. Just get out. Enjoy life. What do you hope to get out of your 20s? I mean, you're 21, you got the younger end. No, we're inching, your, like, we're inching toward the other end. Yikes. Save it, Jesus. I mean, I like, 
I don't know if you guys know. Oh, but like, snap. <laughs> no, like, my my intentions or, like, what I feel like is my purpose in life is to, um, you know, help kids internationally. So, like, my thing is, like, I want to travel. I want to be mm. out of my comfort zone. I want to be in places where I can learn about other people and how they move and how they live. Um, so, like, that's that's something that's big for me. Um, like, I want to be out there. Yeah. You want to be out here. Let's do it. Let's get she it. She want to be out here. She wants to be out there. There. Yeah. Not even here. There. I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> Man, to be I young. Know that's great. To be, the youth is you wasted on the youth. You are only but seven years older than me. That's a long time ago. No, it's not. Not compared to a lifetime. It feels like forever. Yeah, no lie. At 21, I was making more money than I make now. That's wild. But Where at? They hiring? No, I was actually I had my own like wow. little business where I was selling HID lights um for the cars and stuff. And I was I was making a thousand a week. They are oh, no, wow. unfortunately <laughs> no. They went out of business. See? Because they didn't know how to they mean because they paying everybody a thousand dollars a week. Mm-hmm. I mean I didn't know how to handle the money. It was coming in so fast. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like you know, you're twenty one, you're par- out partying. You know, all your I friends are so every Friday. You're not saving money. You you're know? chilling. You're having Best a great time. Don't don't get me wrong. I was in the club almost every day, and I was having a blast. But With the braids, not a blast, not yeah, braids, not muscles. Fresh braids, fresh, you know everything. But at the end of the day, what? Where did it take me? Nowhere. I didn't. Mm. I spent that on all the wrong things. But you learned. So now, so now I'm making up for did everything he? I did wrong earlier. You see, that's this like this very moment is why I'm grateful because like, I don't know, maybe it's just God, but like I've always been in a place where there's people who support me and like I automatically feel like I'm on the right track because I always surround my people. Um, well, <laughs> you're drunk. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but that cake. Thank you. Anyway. But I always surround myself. Um around people who are like doing great things mm. because I know I want to do great things. I know like I was made to do great things That's and right. not just to be a normal person who just is here. Just talk here. that shit. You know, so it's like, okay to be normal though if you want to talk your like, talk. No, it's not okay to I want to hear you talk like that from now on. Someone has from to work now at, on. Somebody has to work at Walmart. Somebody has to check me out. Well, don't But it doesn't mean but, you're regular. Yeah. True. You could still be great in in whatever position you're in, but like it just depends on how you carry yourself and like like you um I'm saying like I'm always surrounded by people who support me, which is why I'm always so grateful. Like you guys are giving me advice, but that's like advice I know already. I'm like already investing in Bitch, stocks what? and like what starting up a business, you know, like so you let us sit here being foolish? No, it's not being She's foolish. She's a stop spreading it's those rumors like, around. Stop spreading the lies. It's not even she being foolish. It's proud. just like uh <laughs> it's just in. like taking it. Yeah, it's like a reconfirmation, like you should be doing this. This is what you mm. need to do. But your heart talks. Your body talk like <laughs> Yo, when she, when homegirl yesterday was like ah 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 and she said how you feel depleted and you feel like you always have to like answer people's text messages, into, yeah. DMs, whatever. Wileen, but your body and your heart also tells you like, hey, I'm tired, or hey, we have a dream, let's get to it. Like you can hear it yeah. like in your body, mm-hmm. and you just people just ignore it because they're lazy or they're scared. You know, there are other blockages, so yeah. it's like 
Why aren't you doing it? Is the real question. You have advantage over other over people your age that live in other countries that are women that are black who are unable to do the things that you're doing because Mm -hmm. of the circumstance. So like you're here and you can do it. Like what is the blockage? That's what I always think for people. Like what is the blockage? Like I get money is a blockage. I get insecurity is a blockage. But there are some things you can't let hold you back. They're just every time I think about that too. Like someone like literally this organization my. siblinghood has like taught me about that like all of these things are just considerations like what are you putting in the place of like you growing like oh i like i said i'm like oh my gosh i have to go to like right now i have to go to work in the morning but i'm using that as a like that's a consideration like right now i'm creating connection like well-needed connection yeah that i value that over work so like i'm here Mm-hmm. Yeah, like that doesn't matter to me. Prioritizing, what, yeah, what you value is more important. That it, work shouldn't be a consideration to like following your dreams. Money shouldn't be a consideration to following your dreams. Any nothing, nothing should, should be that condition that stops that you shit from, from, from doing what you need dream. to do, right? So like that, that's like the perspective. Like literally, like I said, I surround myself from mm-hmm. um around people who are telling me things, um, these things, and like you know, really supporting me. And I take um, bits and pieces of it everywhere I go. And I'm like, okay, I should be moving like this. Mm. I, sh- I should be moving with a sense of urgency. I should be walking with purpose. And we really shouldn't be worried about like, me. <laughs> she got it. I No, I need that here. reconfirmation. <laughs> like, you're doing you're it. You're far you know? more ahead you than You need the refreshers <laughs> every yeah. now and again. And that's why <laughs> it's, needed. it's good to be around people who will give you I mean, that refresher. Yeah. Exactly. And not the people that are like, girl, what are you doing? Why are you doing that? Everybody's doing that. Like, it, like. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You people that are like, so we haven't seen you post anything on the website in a minute. Like, I don't understand mm-hmm. what's exactly. going on. You haven't been answering in the chat, which you, you don't, and it's fine. I'd be not. hitting her up on WhatsApp and through text. Like, so I have to, you know, you can at somebody in the group. Yeah, so I gotta at you in the group. I gotta send a voice note, and I gotta text you. Like, so da 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 eyes. Like, da, 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 da. <laughs> But then again, that's like a, a me thing. Like that's a reconfirmation, like reconfirmation for me. Like what, what, what is not working for me? Mm. Communication. Like I should be more in the chat. Uh, the and texting I'm not. is the worst. <laughs> so to counteract the texting, Christina sends voice notes that are like chapters go. of books <laughs> with all the content. I love that. I just can't listen to it. On I the just spot have a time. lot to say, especially to like people I love. You mm. do. And you love context. And I do. I have to give context. Because, like, how you going to know? Like, you can't give the story without the context. It's not a story. It's true. It's just that. This is such a great talk. I'm saying we were supposed to have a This is like the table this, talk. This was supposed to be a party, but it turned into... It was like a table talk. You know, like, I've always, like, I've always wanted to, like, this very moment is, like, what I've been waiting for. Like just but you also have been pulled up to the table and to the mic. So <laughs> like, <laughs> this is the moment I've been waiting for to like have this conversation with you guys. Like to this just, is grown folk conversation. Fictional. This is to not be for the birds. And, you know? and it's important for us to be open. How can we support each other and know what we're going through if we don't talk about the things we're experiencing? Like we're all the same age. We're all in the same age group. We're all experiencing similar things if not the same so why can't we lift each other up that's the point who are we gonna lean on we don't lean on each other exactly. you fall mm. like we need each other to keep going and that's why birds of a feather flock Flat. together and that's why you are the company that you keep mm-hmm. and people are like no like i just hang with these girls i'm not like them but mm-hmm. why are you putting yourself around people who you're not like there's mm-hmm. no point to that Facts. you're really starting your own growth 
Ugh, and ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> they got superstars, and I'm trying to get to my superstore them. Okay, everybody, you. Ooh, <laughs> ooh. Okay, so, talk. so since it's B's birthday, dang, I'm not ready. And it's I my favorite part do. of the show. Mm-hmm, go ahead. And Stop I, building angst and get to it. Uh, <laughs> all right, so we're gonna get to my favorite part of the show. This Sick. this is past me the aux, and today I'm passing the aux right over to B. Since it's her birthday, Oof. she gets first dibs. Give us a song. What we got on Oof. the line? Um, Let me pass you the aux. I don't want to say it's a throwback because it's not even a throwback. Like this, is, what you know about a throwback? It's, it's a flashback. It, no, it, it's a it's more recent. It's, it's a more, flashback. Yeah, so a flashback because like it's, it's not old. <laughs> The song that like is really speaking to me now, I guess, is "Nice for What." Mm. Yeah, you got a hundred bands. Yep, you got a baby band. Yep, you got some. It's bad a real friends. one. Yep. High reflection. What I to follow? What I to oh. mention? <laughs> you really piping up on these niggas? You gotta be nice, nice for, for what? what? <laughs> <laughs> because quite frankly, <laughs> look at bands. He's like. So y'all not gonna be nice band. You got a baby <laughs> band. You got some bad friends. Hey, high school pick. You was even bad then. Hey. You ain't worried about no lover in the past since. You, you already, already have that. <laughs> 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 I do have work at ninety and finish round five. Not the shoulders. <laughs> That's a long shift. That's a nine hours. Girl, pick <laughs> me up at one because I'd be done by that time. <laughs> Who you passing the ox to be? Mm. I am passing it to bands. Ooh. So, so I've been putting everybody on to emotional oranges, which uh, I heard a little, um, a little bit of them like in 2017, I want to say. But then through the Joe Budden podcast, Rory kind of kept shouting them out. Rory, so, knowing. so, so like I was like, yo, let me go see their project because you know it was just like a single that i heard and i was like damn this group is is the shit i heard it they're funky so i'm gonna I'm go with personal by emotional oranges mm. and and just because people need to stop taking everything personal you it's know sometimes thing. sometimes it's not that serious it's, it's not hard. really that personal so you know just let it go stop taking it personal and i'm gonna pass the aux to oh this one's tough because i usually pick <laughs> Christina, but then she's complaining, and then I pass it to Regina. She always complains. Oh, oh bands, wow. Bye. <laughs> so it's one or the other. I'm gonna go Regina this time. So my song is "Girls Just Want to Have Fun" by Cindy Lauper. Mm. Wow! Because when I was getting ready to go to the self love day party, mm-hmm. and on the way there, I was like blasting that in my room. Blasting it in my car. Because first of all, I love that song and it used to play at my job all the time. That and Dancing Queen. Ooh. And Dancing so, Queen. Girls yeah. Just Want to Have Fun is like, <laughs> it just reminds me like, we just want to have fun. You have a long day. I mean, anybody just wants to have fun, but you have a long day at work. You just want to hang with your girls. And girls just want to have fun. Like, we don't want to always be coddling men and raising them and working a horse and overpaying on bills like we just want to have fun just like everybody else and i feel like i've been coming in contact with a lot of women who are not having fun mm. like they're living lives that are that just don't seem that fun yeah. and i'm like dang why are you not having fun that's wow my guy because <laughs> we have hella fun over here Mm-mm. i'm sick 
My uh, pick of the week is Get Away by BJ the Chicago Kid mm. featuring J.I.D., Buddy, and Kent James. And let me tell you, Fire. this song is so good. BJ the Chicago Kid is a problem. Uh, that album is amazing. And the beat reminds me of like uh, back in the day when Timbaland and Magoo were doing their damn thing. So it's very nostalgic, but it has like the modern twist to it. It's a really good vibe. And I suggest that album, BJ the Chicago Kid Get Away with some very good features. This is a vibe. And that, such a good song. that was Pass Me the Aux. Christina, do you have any announcements for us? I do not have any announcements today because I am very ill prepared today. But and she's drunk. I I'm not drunk. <laughs> I'm feeling wavy, as the kids say. <laughs> get in the booth right not now. Wavy. Do you think? I'm about to get in the booth. No, I um since Regina suggested this, I think it is a good idea that we do say, um, do say that we um announce the guest for next week. Next week we have Drew Barr, mm. who is a sneaker designer and also has stake in the bodega store in Boston. Uh, which is a very popular and successful store. And he has been designing all sorts of designs for New Balance. So that's going to be an amazing episode. Along with Fallon Cargo, who is um, a, <laughs> a photographer and a, um, a designer. So look out for that episode. The episode is coming out next week. We have officially put up the live season 7 finale. You can listen to that. Unfortunately, um, since we're being transparent, we used the wrong mics for that episode, that live episode. So people's comments and questions were not recorded. So that's cut out. But we'll be putting out the video footage for that. So you can look out for that. And who did we have last week on the show? Shout out to Please Delete This. Please who Delete This. Opened up the season for us. And shout out to um, Brandon, who was here throughout oh, us recording. Mayonnaise. And he recorded, which is very nice. Shout out to the Growing Pains podcast, who we connected with on Saturday. Uh, a group of four or five men. Four. four. And um, <laughs> we're. <laughs> They well, they're gonna they're gonna come at you for saying yeah, that because they were following us all along and we didn't follow them back but uh, we follow them now. Oh, that well, on my personal page. Yeah, so look out for that and yeah, and we're just here to keep having these conversations Exciting. or whatever. Ew, 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 I'm ew, going up to you after this. I just want so to with know. that said. You already know, happy birthday, Bija. Happy hey. birthday, Bija! <laughs> Everybody out there, don't... Are you don't drunk? <laughs> yes. <laughs> He's fluttered. He you know is drunk! <laughs> it's a wrap! No, I'll no, do no. it for you. No, no. Like, no, no. share, subscribe. No, no, tell wait, 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 wait. I wanted to drop Shout a message. out to everybody in Japan. We're scratching oh, all that. Yeah. All that's cut up. Happy birthday, Bija. I want to tell everybody, don't snitch. Oh. Stay away from gangs. <laughs> oh. oh, you're coming for next. Also, be responsible and keep pushing. Mm. With that said, it's a wrap. We are the Spark Up Podcast. It's your boy Benz alongside Regina and Christina. Bija in the house. It's mm. a wrap.